Hello, Stitchers. Welcome to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork. I'm a fourth-generation sewing enthusiast with more than 20 years of sewing experience. I am looking forward to today's conversation, so sit back, relax, and get ready to get your stitch together. Hey friends, hey, welcome to this Fat Quarter episode. A Fat Quarter, if you don't know already, is a quarter yard of fabric that has a little bit of junk in the trunk, if you know what I mean. A little body yaddy yaddy. It's, it's designed to be more useful for quilt projects such as applique or craft projects that requires a more robust piece of fabric. So a Fat Quarter is a more consolidated version of a traditional quarter yard of fabric. A quarter yard of fabric measures nine inches by 44 inches wide, typically for quilting cottons. And that is not particularly useful if you are using paper piecing, for example, as a way to assemble your quilt. So instead of using that long skinny rectangle, they use a fat quarter. And so this episode is our very first fat quarter episode. A fat quarter in the context of Stitch Please means that we are going to help you get your stitch together 18 and 22 minutes or less. That's right. Each fat quarter episode will be 18 to 22 minutes or less. So here we go. Today's episode is about paper piecing, a surprisingly controversial topic in the quilt community. Some people love it, some people hate it, and we are going to talk with quilters today who have graciously agreed to share their experiences. I hope you enjoyed their stories as much as I did. Thank you so much, and here we go. Hello, this is Shakita Pearson, Instagram handle at Shikolta. Paper piecing is something I have a love-hate relationship with. I love paper piecing because you can do intricate blocks that have nice sharp points and blocks that have a lot more detail besides your traditional blocks that only use you know your squares, your half square triangles, rectangles, stuff like that. What I dislike about paper piecing it probably could just be my technique is that I waste a lot of fabric because I don't know how many times I've used the fabric for a specific section, stitch it and go to flip it and it's too short so then I have to start all over again and then depending on where I'm at in the pattern I might have to start from square one. That is no fun. Another issue that I have, I'll say I, is Sometimes I put the fabric on backwards. 
wrong size I mean my love hate relationship started with paper piecing when I had to do a commission Zeta quilt and I wanted to put four doves in the corner of this quilt so I found this pattern I guess a little bit advanced for me because I probably only did paper piece like one other time and it was probably something but four little sections so I tackled this after probably doing six doves I got four four good ones and I learned a lot from that but don't knock it until you try it Bonita Nance and on Instagram I'm Nance Bonita. I identify as a modern quilter. I love bright and beautiful fabrics and batiks are my favorite. I'm a third generation sewage creator and designer and sharer. I've been sewing for over 50 years and quilting for 21. I'm a seeker of skill building and that's what drew me to quilting. I wanted to create my own things utilizing the different skills and techniques that you get from quilting. I love foundation paper piecing, aka FPP. It takes your skills and creations to the next level. It's the same as concept as traditional piecing and quilting, but the precision is 99.9% .9 guaranteed with FPP. My ultimate goal was to learn the skill and technique so I could apply it to my creations, bring my perspective to the table, or putting my stamp on things. In order to do that, I had to understand the what, why, and how. I participated in two 100 Days 100 Blocks FPP challenges, created a Psalms quilt that was entirely FPP, and now working on When Quilters Gather, which brought my sewing and FPP skills into play. I am a believer that anyone can learn FPP. You just have to seek out the right teacher to explain exactly what the book on FPP is trying to teach you. I looked at YouTube, read books, and developed my own style and approach to FPP, and I've never looked back. I really do enjoy it. I am really amazed at the product and the accuracy. Um, and that's my view on FPP. Thank you so much for listening. Hi, this is Carol, and you can find me on Instagram at Carol Lyles Shaw, and that's Carol with an E. I don't do a lot of paper piecing. I did write one paper pieced pattern. Um, I, like most people, I don't enjoy tearing out all the little tiny pieces of paper, but I find that if I use the cheapest copy paper around, and shorten my stitch length, those pieces of paper will come right out. So when I want precision points, I will do some paper piecing. Thanks so much. Have fun. Bye-bye.
Hello, this is Tierney Davis Hogan from TierneyCreates.com, and I wanted to share how I feel about foundation paper piecing. Now, this is on foundation paper piecing, not the fun kind of paper piecing, English paper piecing, where you use the hexagons and it's fun handwork. I'm talking about the paper piecing with a foundation pattern where you have to do all these sort of weird maneuvers. So I think that if you are bad in life and go to the underworld when you die, as your punishment, you will be made to do foundation paper piecing all day long. So warning, live a good life as that is way too terrible and eternal torture. So that's how I feel about foundation paper piecing. I don't particularly like it. Hi, this is Michelle Ramsey with Quilts Made with Love in Berea, Kentucky. My IG handle is quilts underscore made with love. I love foundation paper piecing. I've been doing it on and off for years. I love the precise angles you could get with it. Um, You can do designs that there's really just no other way to sew them. But the hard part about it is every time I do it, for the first time after a few months, I have to relearn it. And so the first few blocks that I make, I just know they're gonna be backwards, flipped around, sewn the wrong side of the fabric or something. But once I get the hang of it, it's great. And I love doing it. It's Lisa Rice, and I thought I would try to find the very first pattern I used for paper piecing, and in fact, I did. It's in this book called Cups and Saucers. The um, the uh, copyright date is 1999. Um, yeah, I bought it in. Oh, I bought it in 2002. Bought it in 2002. So um, made this. Uh, my very first paper piecing adventure was from a book um, and um, it, it it's, you know you, you did your own pattern and uh, from from what is in the book you made the pattern and, and then created the quilt I created a wall hanging for my aunt who uh, back then was in her 70s she is now 91 and she has it hanging up in her kitchen and um, I absolutely love seeing it. It's amazing the things that um, I didn't know about um, quilting and paper piecing back then. As I said, this is my very first project, uh, doing something from a book with no one, no person to teach me. Um, But it turned out really well. And um, as I recall, I didn't make any mistakes. It, it was just very easy. It was a very easy book to follow, very easy instructions. Um, so fast forward from 2002 
to 2018 when I joined a bee in the DC Modern Quilt Guild. And that was a a real eye-opener for me because one of the very first squares to make was like a a round, it was was a circle, but that just doesn't do it justice. Uh, Triangles with a circle and certain colors and so forth. And uh, that made me cry. It was incredibly frustrating not to have step-by-step instructions. And mind you, I had not done any paper piecing between 2002 and 2018. So I was beyond rusty. And because I'd been quilting on and off during that period of time, thought I could just remember it like riding a bike. Well, for me, um, paper piecing is not like riding a bike. Uh, I have to do it again and again and again and again to get it right. Um, but that was it, was, it was a lot of fun, although I can't even count how many times that I uh, cut off, you know, paper or cut a piece of fabric that should have been saved or, or whatever. Uh, my big lesson learned for paper piecing is to go ahead and use excess fabric. Don't try to economize when I'm trying to do a piece because inevitably within three or four pieces, um, it'll, it'll be a mess. I took a New York beauty class with Sarah Bond, paper piecing, and Sarah has pretty incredible skills as far as instruction, and she also does an awesome job on uh, cutting, uh, providing templates for fabric to cut, and the New York beauty was a great way for me to step back into paper piecing after my crying and uh, it was actually a guild workshop and you know everyone we all laugh about mm, there's no tears in cry- in uh, paper piecing <laughs> and uh, Sarah Sarah did give me over that hump and um, to be honest I absolutely love the way Sarah teaches and I love her patience which is just overwhelming and She taught me, I think, just to be more patient and kind with myself in paper piecing. I love the precision. I love being able to get great angles. I love the results. Um, And I've taken the New York Beauty class three times. Three times. I took it in 2018 or 19, and I took it in 19 and at the beginning of 20 maybe or I don't know but I've, I've had it I've taken it three times right now my current paper piecing is the around the world block of the month with Sherry Cifaldi Morrill having a great time and some of those uh, blocks are appearing on Instagram my January block is done and my February block is done I hope that helps bye My name is Vanessa. My IG handle is so in craft. That's S-E-W underscore N underscore craft. I am a huge fan of foundation paper piecing. 
For me, it's like creating the pieces to a puzzle and then sewing it all together. And it's one of the most satisfying things to see how all of the pieces come together to create such beautiful pieces of art. Um, so for me, I am a fan. Hey Lisa, KJH Quilter here. So you wanna know why I don't like paper piecing? I don't enjoy the process. I think it's time consuming and messy. I can appreciate the precision aspect of it though. I, I would like to make a Mariner's Compass someday. But outside of that, no, it's, it's not for me. been listening to a fat quarter episode of the stitch please podcast where we help you get your stitch together in 18 to 22 minutes or less be sure to follow us on the socials at black women stitch on instagram you can chat with us every thursday at 3 p.m eastern standard time and on clubhouse you can find us at black women stitch and we chat in that wonderful two-way platform from 3.45 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So stop by and check us out and we will help you get your stitch together.